Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Download Youth Ministry Podcast, episode 350. This is it, a landmark show. by the, the amazing Orange. Join Orange us Conference. at the Orange Conference. I Be there. Go to the in Hawaii, 350. Orange <laughs> Conference. I know. We're not. If we're we would have said that no. at the very beginning. Um, oh, anyway, yeah. join us at the Aloha. Orange Conference and find out details at where, Josh? TheOrangeConference.com. Uh, TheOrangeConference.com. Doug will be there. Katie will be there. And so Josh excited. will be there, too. Great. Let's do Can't a live wait. podcast. See you in Hotlanta. I think that would be great. That would be fun. You know, so, I don't think people like the term Hotlanta. Let's go to Coldlanta. <laughs> wait, do you think people in general I think or Atlanta people, people from Atlanta? are like, don't say that. It's lame. Yeah. Well, it is lame. You know what but, my friend Florence Nightingale said? <laughs> Make sure, <laughs> make sure you give the XP3 discount code. That's right. So if you want to get the XP3 curriculum from Orange. We don't give it out loud. We don't give it out loud. No, you have to write here. for it. You have to send to us at podcast at downloadyouthministry.com. And we have a code that's 15% off the lowest price of anything. Guaranteed any. the lowest price. When yeah. you listen to our show and use XP3 and use this code that you can only get by so writing in. So if you're thinking about you having a world-class uh, mm-hmm. Student curriculum. Do it. There you go. There you go. Do it. Also, super grateful to Leader Tracks, Leader our Tracks. friends who provide things for our membership every oh, I was week. Texting with leadership. Doug Franklin this morning. That guy is a genius. They're is always he, putting out good stuff every he a month. Genius. He's a sharp guy. <laughs> yeah. He's and a the sharp kindest. Guy. Yeah, genius. You it feels like there needs to be some proof. That. Yeah, that's true. He's a good dude. Well, he dude. puts out super cool stuff. <laughs> he puts out super cool stuff, and he always wears golf shirts and cares every day. A lot about youth he's workers. great. I like him. I think he's super smart. Every day of the year, genius is a well. Is a give category. me an example of a per- person who is a genius. Go ahead, Albert Einstein. Okay, too easy. Give me another one. Give me someone in the Sir Isaac Newton, <laughs> Florence Nightingale. <laughs> Didn't she invent vaccines? What did, What was Florence Nightingale's thing? I think she was like the first nurse. She was a nurse. Invented the cotton That's gin. Probably not true. I don't know. The first nurse. <laughs> I don't know. I think she was among the first. Um, feels. <laughs> you know what I would say? That was that was genius. <laughs> yeah. Among uh, the first. So do you know that when I've tried to spell genius, yeah, sometimes I get it wrong. What do you spell? I don't know. Genie. It just always has genius. that little red dot under it, oh. a yeah. line under it. I'm thinking, yeah. how's the irony on that? I'm yeah. just spelling genius and I can't spell genius. Yeah, yeah. it's like, not you, knucklehead. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. No. It's kind of a reinforcement that <laughs> yeah. y- you it's are not. It's just a humbling tactic. Yeah. Word computer. is actually bullying you. Microsoft <laughs> yeah. Word's like, ah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Your parents probably called you a genius when you were young. Nope. Some people... Nope. Never. <laughs> Some people probably have I called you a youth ministry genius. Mm. I mean, you're a titan in your field. Mm. Mogul. No? Mostly mogul. Not mogul, genius. Mogul, yeah. mogul, yes. Yeah. Mostly mogul. I love no, it. I don't, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's, that's a word that Josh uses a lot that I just think needs to be genius. stopped using as much. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll say he's a sharp guy. Great. I like it. Doug Franklin's kind. a sharp guy. Yeah. And kind and wonderful. And yes. Okay. Yeah. The end. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, um, Enough sponsor we, talk. Let's get to the show. We are going to have a one-topic show. Wow. A one-topic show, um, as requested from our executive producer, Allison. Allison um, Hibbert. Did we talk about Allison's engagement on the last show? No, we didn't. Okay. Are we, we not going to? Well, Allison met a young man. Are we allowed? Should we ask for permission? Uh, uh, at DYM, at DYM 100. It was the greatest day we don't need of all permission. of our lives. Yeah, he was care, at DYM but... 100. Oh, he met a day. young man named Joshua Where Price. Where magic happens. Yeah. And a Josh fully likes, bearded man. This Josh likes to take credit for it. I do. I do. I introduced them. 
Yeah. You were like, hey, you, this, here's each other. Here's each other. You're welcome. Um, I would like to say, genius. Did you know? <laughs> Wait, did you know in that moment? Did you have any kind of Here's on, Honestly, I took spark? a picture of the two of them together, giggling to myself that maybe someday I would play show this picture at the wedding of their <gasps> first conversation. Oh. Um, because I introduced them and he was pretty into her. That's cute. Now, somehow he already knew about Allison and was familiar with it. says he from the show. Oh, from this from show? this okay. world famous from the podcast. podcast that we do. So he was into her genius. <laughs> and I don't use that word lightly. <laughs> wow. Anyhow, Allison got engaged, so we're matchmakers. This show, not only have we won an award, bringing people together, we bring people together. Yeah, that's what 350 we do. Three hundred fifty episodes. Pretty Josh. landmark. It's a lot of our life. That is a lot. A lot, a lot of time. Of life. A lot of time lot talking of time. into a microphone about youth ministry. Can you with, imagine if with friends? This was your legacy. This was your life's work, right I'd here. I'd be proud. I've had a lot of fun talking to you guys. Don't, <laughs> I'd be proud. Don't, don't I talk. like you guys. <laughs> Same, but don't talk past tense. We're not done yet. No, I'm I got at least another six, seven shows in me. <laughs> well, 350, but you're right, Katie. At the beginning, if we would have said, hey, when we get to 350, let's go to Hawaii. Mm. Didn't It'd be like us saying, when we get to 700. <sighs> yes. You're like, oh, that'll never happen. Yeah. 700 yeah. will all be on AARP, and Doug will probably be dead. No, I'll be dead for sure. <laughs> no. I don't have that many years left. Well, I read a study today about no, Diet that's Coke. that's terrible. Diet Coke takes years off your life. Does it? So, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, forward me that study. Okay. <laughs> I drink iced tea, though. What is this? Just as Flavored with Diet Coke. Um, it's oh. Diet Pepsi. Oh, you're fine. Then. You're fine. <laughs> Diet Pepsi, it's no health Coke. ramifications. Diet <laughs> yeah. Coke is Diet Pepsi. Totally different. Totally okay, so healthy. let's let's it's put like a goal. Diet Coke equals death. Diet Pepsi equals fine. eternity. Eternal life. Fine. Yes. The fountain Keep of Keep living your life. Um, so let's just for fun, what are we going to do for the 700th show? Because we'll never get there, but it's fun to dream. What I'm going to get my wheelchair tuned up. <laughs> Get to Hawaii. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. let's go to Hawaii in another twelve hey, years. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, volunteers. This is right from CJ Smith, longtime gold member, DYM 100 alumni from the first year. Says I go. recently started at a new church that's only about ten years old. I'm the first full-time student pastor at the church, and they have not had any volunteers. I came from a church where we built. A great volunteer team. What are some tips on being the new guy and still convincing people the importance of serving in the student ministry? So here's what I was thinking. Let's do a show on volunteers. We okay. get, we get like probably it. one out of four questions is volunteer related. Mm. So I'll, I'll give you the big picture. We're going to talk about how do you make your needs known for volunteers. Let's talk about... Um, how do you ask people to volunteer? Let's talk about how do we train volunteers? Yeah. Trainmyvolunteers.com. Exactly. Uh, DYMUniversity.com. How do we develop? How convenient. We have things to point people exactly. to. Exactly. How do we develop leaders that are different than training, but yep. how do we like one-on-one -on -one move them in the right direction or enhance mm. their gifts or okay. bring out the best in them? And then how do we challenge, confront? Remove. Yeah, the tough stuff. Yeah. The tough stuff. How about that? Sounds I like it. Good. It sounds great. And yeah. all in about 25 more minutes. That feels right. Okay. I'm on board. I'm excited. Okay. Where do you want to start? Let's start with um, making your need known. So what, here's what I say to, used to say to people. I don't, haven't said this in a long time. But if I could get you 100 volunteers, you know, how many of you would want it? Everybody raise their hand. Everybody say, wants 100. Okay. Yeah. So what would they do? And my statement with that was, 
until you know what the volunteers would do, you're not ready for them because everybody thinks they want volunteers, mm -hmm. but until you know what they would do, because people are picky with their time, that mm -hmm. if they don't feel their time is valued or honored, they're not going to last. Yeah. So, you know, establishing what it, what are the <clears throat> roles that you have for these caring adults that might come into your ministry? I would start there and make mm -hmm. a list. What are my roles? And, and drill down on that list. So not just a small group leader. Mm -hmm. What's the job description, quote unquote, of a small group leader? If you want them on a week on a weekend service or a Wednesday night, and you want them under more of the quote unquote chaperone, which you know I don't love that term, but right. you know just the kind of the what do you what do you want them to do when they're there? Yeah. And the more specific you get, the better it is for that person that you're inviting into that space. I think sometimes as youth workers, maybe even if you've been doing it for a little while, um, you just assume that people understand those roles too. And so sometimes you're going to end up drilling things down a little simply or, you know, drilling down even some of the basics, but it's it'll be worth your time because you might recruit people who are brand new to the youth ministry space. So when you are drilling down some of those roles and those expectations, know that sometimes it's going to be going back to the basics. And um, I had a volunteer who I told him to go be relational. And he was like, what does that mean to go be relational? Right. You <laughs> throw that like, statement out like it's no big yeah, deal. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, right. I'm like, well, okay, why don't you learn five names? Ask, you know, pick two questions that you're going to ask when you meet students and, you know, just giving a few basic things. So sometimes starting at the beginning feels basic, but it's a good place to start. Well, you can't ever get tired of going back to the beginning because <laughs> totally. your job is perpetually taking volunteers with no experience and adults who want to care and do care and connecting them with teenage lives. So you're going to continually be clanging the symbols of the most basic youth ministry <laughs> principles over and over again. I would go maybe one one step even further back than this starting point, and I would just say, you have to believe that volunteers are important in your ministry. Like, I think my first couple of years in youth ministry, I was like, the church has hired me to be the youth pastor. There's 20 kids here, and so I'm going to pastor them like crazy, and I'm going to know every one of them. I'm going to be at all their games. I'm going to go in. And I didn't even think early in youth ministry that volunteers were that important. I kind of felt like I'm the professional here. <clears throat> They don't want me to empower adults. They want me to pastor these kids. And so somewhere in that journey, um, I started to realize that youth ministry alone is not nearly as effective at bottlenecks growth and all of that. It limits the perspective of faith because it's one person's story. And everybody has capacity and you will quickly reach your capacity limits. And so I think you have to realize that your youth ministry church has to be bigger than you. It has to be more than you. You are not the savior of the world. You're not. It's mm -hmm. not a one-man show in my case. Um, well, I'm going to build a great team, and that team is going to help build a great youth ministry. So I would just make sure in, deepest, in the deepest place of your heart, you realize you're not here to be the hero. You're here to build and pour into a bunch of heroes. That's good. Thank you. That was really soapboxy. What a great show. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would say it was genius, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say it was soapboxy. Um, okay, so we, we believe the volunteers are important. That yeah. and, you know, and I'm used to, that is the one thing that can scale. So as our sure. ministry exactly. begins to grow, you can't keep hiring staff for every X number of kids that you have. That's just mm -hmm. not scalable. At some point, you hire if you have to hire somebody, you hire somebody who's great with volunteers, and they right. they actually. You know, become help you scale multipliers further. Multipliers yeah. and developers. Yeah, absolutely. And so, all of those volunteers things. are valuable. 
nothing becomes dynamic until it becomes specific. So now we're going to ask, here's specific tasks for a small group leader, a mentor, mm -hmm. a coach, whatever roles we have in our, our ministry. Now we have these roles. We believe volunteers are important. Now we have to find volunteers. Yeah. we really got to ask. Difficult. Yeah. Making the ask is really, really challenging. People really quickly, in my experience, started to see me coming and would like lower their head or walk faster or walk around or pretend to be on their phone, like whatever they could to avoid the ask because yeah. they knew that I was coming for them. Um, just one quick aside before we dive into this further, there are some great volunteer youth ministry descriptions for roles on Download Youth Ministry that youth pastors have made for their volunteers. So you can show them, hey, here's a specific job. Here's a, here's what I, when I say I want you to be a chaperone, here's what that means, or here's what a prayer mm -hmm. warrior looks like or whatever. So just as an aside, there's some good stuff on DYM. Um, to me, I, and I'm sure I've said this before on our shows, but I like the sniper versus the shotgun. I really prefer the one specific ask. I know I realize it's a gun analogy, yeah. so apologies. Um, I thought it was genius <laughs> for the NRA people. Yeah, exactly, for the four. Anyhow, uh, I think that the big wide open ask where you're just kind of hoping that someone responds to your message, those days are largely past. And I would say a really honed specific message a story to a specific person, an invitation to one, is going to be far more effective than kind of just hoping people respond to an advertisement. So. I think, too, just kind of, I mean, we've talked about this before, but just shattering what <clears throat> your expectation of an awesome youth worker is. There's just an awesome youth worker inside of all sorts of packages and peoples. Um, so I think just, <clears throat> just, being open yourself as a youth worker to who those people could be. <clears throat> I think too, starting with, you know, if you have maybe a male and a female volunteer and teaching them to ask as well, I think that some, some of our best asks have come from me saying to my current volunteer team, um, everything's more fun with a friend. So recruit a friend that you love yeah. serving with and that you you know is going to be great for our ministry. Yeah. And I just think those those have been some of our most powerful asks that when they hide from you, right. um, they're not hiding from yeah, their best friend. They don't, they don't see that small group leader friend, coming. You know? yeah. um, and so I think just... Um, you know, just utilizing maybe the, you know, I know you're starting from scratch, the original question, but even, you know, if you get a few to start with, then allowing, training everybody to be inviters and askers for the yeah. team, I think is huge. Yeah, well, inviters is a key word, too. That's, yeah. You know, we talk about the difference between inviting or recruiting. Nobody right. wants to be recruited. Everybody wants to be invited. So even changing your vernacular of mm -hmm. what you what you actually use. I also think that you know, in fir the first few years of youth ministry, is the first few or first two? First, first two. two. First two years. <laughs> I just wrote a book called First Few Years of Marriage. So yeah. that's, I just got them backwards there. First two years of youth ministry is I have something called Master the Ask. Mm. Mm -hmm. That, you know, you asked just a list of like, you have to ask confidently. You have to ask expectantly. You have to ask prayerfully. Yeah. You know, all these different ways you have to ask. But the reality is you have to ask. And so when you ask anybody who is in youth ministry right now, they're in youth ministry because somebody either asked them or they felt called. So right. if somebody feels right. called, then you, got you still got to ask them anyway. I right. mean, they're looking for an opportunity, but sure. most people, they either feel called or they, they were asked. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then when I do this in a seminar format, everybody likes to have an exception to that. Well, I got in it through, you know, and then I hear him out and I waste seven <laughs> minutes and go, no, you were asked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you didn't understand. You're not a genius. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that was just me in the crowd exactly. that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you have to, you have to master the ask yeah, and you're going to be rejected when you ask yeah. and, mm -hmm. you know, give them, I, I think if somebody's going to reject you, still give them a place where they can be involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I say no to being a small group leader, but if you ask me, will I pray for the youth ministry once a week? Okay, that yeah, I can do totally. that. Most well, people don't think they're going to be great at youth ministry either. I don't right. think that's like, <laughs> you know, especially maybe parents or, or people who are a little older. Like, I, I don't think they think I'm going to be awesome at youth ministry. Right. Um, but I, I think you have the opportunity to see, you know, beyond that for them. And so, you know, just believing in people and inviting them through their, you know, what you see in them, I think is huge. Well, I'm telling stories of people that don't fit yes. the stereotype. Right, mm -hmm. definitely. So pointing out, you know, this is Rudy Johnson, who's yeah. 70 years old, and she's been a volunteer for 33 years, and kids love her because she's not cool, but she's consistent and she's caring, and that's right. what you need to be. Yep. You know, uh, I would say early in youth ministry, if you're building it from scratch, try, do your best just to get a couple yeses. And maybe that would be going to stereotypical people. Like I'm going to go to the college ministry or I'm going to talk to the mm -hmm. kids in the college age class because their chances are they're going to have some time, energy, relatability to students. I think in startup mode, just get some yeses and get some people on your team. I think as your youth ministry picks up momentum, as things get rolling, other people are going to be like, oh, I want to be a part of that ministry. I see God moving or, all right, it's good. If this is a good, this, our ministry is growing and it's booming and I want to be a part of that. I think the, some of the more difficult asks can come as the momentum picks up steam. So get some yeses, build a team. In Michigan, my first couple of years in youth ministry, I didn't ask anybody who was over 25 years old, partially because I was 21 and intimidated out of my mind. But I also found some people who would say yes, and they're kind of in that little bit of more of a startup kind of builders and pioneers. And they became, I mean, through thick and thin, they were with me the entire time. And I was able to add a lot more diversity in ages and experience and all that as the ministry picked up momentum. But I would say just get some yeses and start somewhere. You're like, I got two knuckleheads who said yes. Great. Pour into them. Love them. <laughs> totally. Make them great. Yeah. And build more as you go. Yeah. Okay. So we've we've made the ask. We've now got people on our team. Now mm -hmm. that we've got people on our team, we can't let them, you know, be on our team without helping them and guiding them. So let's talk about some training ideas, some opportunities. And we joke about, you know, trainmyvolunteers.com. Right. But we have found <laughs> this. So you know, much good content. well, we just found that like, okay, we're meeting a need because mm -hmm. we've got, you know couple hundred host sites around the country. We're exactly. still six months out and we've got yeah, over 5,000 yeah. people signed up, meaning that you provide something for people of quality, they'll, they'll go to they're it. In. They're going to commit to giving a morning on a Saturday and yeah. showing up at it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I would say uh, too often we, we get the volunteer and we're like, we got them. And then we just leave them. So I would say, first of all, just be know that that is a tendency. You filled the the spot and then you abandon them. Right. So keep this value at the forefront. Um, I would say if you can find a training like Train My Volunteers National Training Day, that'd be awesome. 
something that you can go to together, even if it's 30 minutes away, you have breakfast, you have laughter, you have inside jokes, you all heard the training together. So there's something really powerful when all six of us heard the same thing, or we all had the same epiphany about this structure or calendar issue or whatever, and like, we're gonna go fix that. Mm. Or we all develop this passion for evangelism in the same morning, mm-hmm. we're like, this is our goal, or whatever. So I would say something together, there's lots of different ways that you can be be trained, get training, whatever. And something that also includes some fun memories and team building is a really, really great move. I think with what we started with, once you you know have the roles, then ha- what do people need to win in those roles? What do they need to succeed? Yeah. And um, so I think you utilize the roles that you've created to then kind of determine some of the training that's needed. And there's some general youth ministry training that goes across the board. And yeah, I mean, Download Youth Ministry is full of just great, I mean, there's just such a variety. If you wanted to train yourself, if you wanted to use video training, I mean, there's all sorts of things to partake from. But I think in this category specifically, do not reinvent the wheel. Keep your hand on the pulse point of what your leaders need to be trained on. And there's just so much stuff out there to, yeah. to utilize. So. It is true. There is kind of like this basic set of youth mystery knowledge. And then there's the specialized for their role. Right, totally. I like that way of looking at it. Here's what everybody needs. And here's some stuff just for you. Well, and we oftentimes, because we're so close to it here at Download Youth Ministry, we assume that everybody knows like what Download Youth Ministry University is. Totally. And not everybody does. Josh, why don't you give a little ditty on that? DYMUniversity.com. It is an online individual learning platform. So basically there's 25 plus videos in some very specific tracks to help you learn and grow as a leader. Uh, Youth Ministry 101 is the first class that's offered, and it's got the most basic stuff for volunteers, like literally, like what is relational ministry, learning names, names. like really fundamental. 10-minute short videos. 10-minute short videos, a little questionnaire at the end just to help deepen the learning and experience. You can email that to yourself or to a mentor or to your youth pastor if you're a volunteer. Really, really great accessible training that starts at literally the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of progressively get a little more challenging or difficult some topics that maybe are a little more specific as well, all the way up through the Youth Ministry 401 class. Again, six or seven videos, but they're awesome too. They also include some tough stuff that we need to learn about, like uh, how to uh, recognize mental illness and where are my first steps to do when I feel like there's an issue? How do I deal with a student who's suicidal or has suicidal thoughts? I mean, so there's some there's some intense stuff in there too, but as we work with teenagers, we've got to be prepared for. Well, An untrained leader is going to crumble totally. and fold and melt down, and you have to be prepared. And lean into the expertise in those lanes specifically, because I would say that's what I, I don't have time to do all the research on mental exactly. health. So leaning into experts in some of those specialized places is such a good use of your time. Instead of you becoming an expert in everything, which you can't. Well, you can't. Yes. You, <laughs> you can be a genius, but not in everything. <laughs> right. Not in everything. You can't. And so, yeah, I mean, this area, t- I mean, I think when I first started in youth ministry, there wasn't a whole lot exactly. out there. And so you just were forced into creating everything and trying to become yeah. an expert on everything. And now there's just this just treasure yeah. trove and of And you stuff. can you can let Doug Fields, oh. Katie Edwards, yes. myself, and... Chap Clark and Kara Powell and some of the, I mean, the titan, these are the greatest minds. Mark Ostreicher does some stuff. There's unbelievable wisdom and training. They are, some of the people on there are geniuses. Mm -hmm. And let them train your volunteers. And for many youth workers out there, even full-time, part-time, 
you need this training. Like, take this oh, course, gosh, set yes. the bar. Hey, I went through 101, wasn't session five grade. And uh, it's priced in a way, it's 250 bucks for the year, as many volunteers as you have, which I think is really, really important. So if you're bringing three or four into it, it's still super worth it. Mm. If you have built a good team, um, man, you could put 12 or 15 or way more than that into the system. And everyone takes the courses on their pace, on their schedule, super easy. Yeah, it really has been a game changer for a lot of well, churches. Well, one of the reasons that it has been is because we kept them short. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we what we've learned Just is keep it real. Pastors, super yeah. accessible. Is that, yeah, if, if you're trying to say, hey, come do this two-hour training every month, yeah. you're having a difficult time getting people. But, you know, come to our leader meeting. We're going to show a 10-minute training, or here's one we want you to watch. It's only 10 minutes. I need you to commit to 10 minutes between now and the next time we meet in a exactly. month or six weeks or eight weeks or whatever it is. And if somebody can't commit to 10 minutes of training in two months or a month, yeah. they're probably not going to be the type of volunteer you want you know, well, anyway. There's a few churches that have said you have to take the entire 101 course, which is about an hour's worth of content in total, before you can even be an official volunteer. So you're going to start in our youth ministry, come to youth group or be a co-leader for a mm -hmm. few weeks. But after this, you know, certain window, you have to have taken 101 just to get the basics down. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's a really good move, too. Don't just fill. I mean, the, you're bleeding and you need volunteers. You'll yeah. take anybody. And I have done this. We've all done this. Sure. It's very different to say instead of just putting a Band-Aid on something, I'm going to find the right person. I'm going to invite them well. And I'm going to train them and prepare them for the stuff they're going to face. So... There's so much stuff you can turn into training too. Like I, I was just thinking of the podcast network that the pod, even listening to certain podcasts or, totally. you know, anytime you go to a training or you go to a conference or something like that, take all your notes and, yep. you know, turn yeah, so, buy the audio and send it to your whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many things that you can even take that aren't necessarily specific training, but can be utilized in that lane. That's fun. Right. Like the podcast network, the stuff about parents, pop culture, all of those things are great yeah. training. Well, pieces. and even, some silly stuff too like there's a great show on Derry Brinker's show about how to run good games and he had a couple guests and I was like man if I had an intern who I needed to help be better on stage I would send him a link yeah and but listen to this you're, it's going to change your life you know <laughs> yeah so it's not even necessarily just the big heavy rock sometimes it's just better skills to help them be better sure. on stage sure yeah. it's great uh, my favorite move copy and pasting a blog post mm. and just simple Hey, read this when you get two minutes mm -hmm. on the toilet. Like this is gonna, this is a great article. It'll help you think differently about your the kids in your small group. That's genius. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a philosophy of of needing leaders. Mm -hmm. We've got roles for their, you know, for what they're gonna do. Yep. We've we know how to ask. Them. We ha know how to ask them. We've got some training ideas. Now, when things go sideways. <laughs> you know, yeah. when they're not meeting the expectations, when yeah. they're not showing up when they're doing their own thing, you've given them a curriculum and they're not following it. Mm -hmm. The tough stuff. Oh yeah, rogue curriculum is my favorite one. Rogue? When a, when a leader just is like, hey, I, I got this from the church, but I'm gonna do this other, you know, we're gonna do the shack study together or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just found this great book by Rob Bell right. and we're gonna, li you know, yeah. okay, you know, rogue so curriculum what do you, what do you kills do with that? me. Um, I go directly to that leader Usually it's, unfortunately, I feel like I didn't go soon enough. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, oh, they're taking a week off. They're doing their own thing. Or they're going to the bowling alley. They're playing at the park. They're, or are they even doing the curriculum? Or, you know, they got this curriculum of their own, this book that this gal's really into or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I would go sooner rather than later. 
to avoid it becoming a bigger issue um, before you get parent emails about it. And I just have a direct conversation going, hey, we're, we have a scope and sequence. We have a discipleship p- plan and path. And we've specifically chosen this curriculum. Maybe we use something like XP3 that has a whole six-year deal or whatever from Orange. Um, or maybe we've developed it internally, whatever. And when you're doing your own study, we're, we're off that plan. And their kids are missing some important stuff that we are accountable to. And our senior leadership has approved this plan. And we, you got to be on the same page. And so, man, I'd appreciate it if you'd be back on the curriculum this week. Yeah. So direct, clear, but also the why. And sooner rather than later, so you don't get slapped. Mm. Yeah. Well, sooner rather than later. And the reason we say that is because most of us would rather put it off. It'll go away. It'll disappear. Oh, yeah. They'll get back on track. Yeah. Yeah. And as I'm an Enneagram 7, I never want to have a confrontational word with anybody ever. So my personality on top of the whatever, just the uncomfortable stickiness, I don't want any part of that. So I have to fight the way I'm wired more than most to go have that conversation. Those conversations always help me too to revisit where we started. So coming back to... That's good. I like that. You know, usually when a volunteer's gotten off track, I probably, there was a part for me in that somewhere Mm -hmm. of in the beginning, you know, were expectations clear? Did you, did we, you know, did training explain, you know, so. Yeah, what do I need to fix now in my training? And maybe there's That's nothing, yep. you know, maybe, maybe we did everything right. And, and this volunteer went rogue, but I, I do find myself after those conversations, like I need to circle back and just make sure the way that I'm communicating on the front end is setting people up to win and setting them up to meet my expectations. So I just think that's part of it too. Yep. Um, most of the time, the volunteer is super wrong, and it's not me at all. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your leadership <laughs> doesn't abilities. Doesn't have anything to I do with it. me, but you know, but I do. Well, think I there's... like the principle, Katie, <laughs> that when something goes sideways, for, for to hold the hold the mirror up and go, yeah. you know, what what could I have done different? How yep. could I have prevented this? And it may be, yeah. it may Maybe be two nothing. or three things yeah. to to 10 on their part, but I think that, you know, having the conversation is difficult. Now, here's what I hear a lot, but they're older than me. Yeah, I'm the youth leader, and they're in their 40s, and I'm 25. Yeah, and I'm yeah. leading this ministry. What do I do oh, then? Oh, that's really tough. I gosh, my you know the first part of my career leading volunteers, I was in my 20s, you know, yep. and I, I definitely I remember somebody saying to me early on, maybe it was you. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you who it was. I just remember somebody really affirming, hey, God has you in this leadership role to lead these people and yeah. they're not yeah. it's not you're not leading people who are 40 you're leading this team and yeah. they're a part of this team yeah. and so that be, that too, be confident in in leading this team yeah. you know I and, love it. yeah you've and, been put here yeah. it, does not, it doesn't have anything to do with your age and it doesn't mean that there isn't you know maybe a, res- a respect that comes along with sitting across from a parent right. who's 45 you know i might approach that conversation a little differently than i did with you know someone who is my same age at 22. Yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah. there were some different postures at the table, but I think the same confidence and the same conversation had to take place between yeah. the two. Yeah. So. And it's what's required of a leader. Yeah, when you is. have the name leader, you know, or the title leader, it's, you know, what, and so yeah. in a, a situation like that, when somebody asks that question, I'd say, well, let's just go to scripture. What, is, what does Paul say to Timothy? Mm-hmm. You know, let no one despise your what? Your youth. You know, I'm putting yeah. you in this environment to, to lead. And so is, this is your time. This is your season. And I think everybody in youth ministry has had to lead 
people that are older than than them. And so, there's an assumption that older people like super care about that. Right. <laughs> and not right. that's not always right. the case, you yeah. know. I mean, there right. are there leaders. There could be a lot of respect that. Totally. Yeah, I mean, there sure. there are leaders that were under my leadership that were parents, but you know, were sitting across the table and they didn't they weren't seeing me as a 22-year-old necessarily. Yeah. Um so I think sometimes we like have this assumption that they're older, this is going to be terrible, but not necessarily. I had let a volunteer go one time it, it, a, a situation similar to that over curriculum escalated pretty significantly and it was very i was younger than the person that i was letting go he and his wife were being removed as leaders and that did send a pretty significant message to the rest of the leaders going oh josh isn't here to play like he's not just happy fun silly guy yeah. there's a vision for this ministry he believes in it and he will align us to that not that I'm saying you want to be that dictator that whips everyone into shape and align. Sure. I'm just saying when you are decisive, when you exercise your leadership, I think people will respond to that. And mm-hmm. they'll go, we're taking this thing seriously. We're not just a crew. I'm not a cruise director. I'm not an event planner. Mm-hmm. I want students' lives to be shaped. And we feel this is the best way. And so get on board. Or I will help you get off board you know, if you have to. Yeah. Removing a leader, it's a last resort, a last, last, last resort yeah, for me. Yeah, it's hard. But I'm willing to go there for the sake of the ministry. Right. So. No, if, you, if you have uh, interns working under you or younger leaders working under you, this is something that I would put them into as quickly as possible. Make them like, do the bad, hard you know, stuff. I like it. Definitely. I mean, I think where, <laughs> where I'm at now, you know, a lot of times, you know, an intern or, or a, a, a younger team member might come and say, hey, this parent's really upset. Can you call her back? You know, or this volunteer is in trouble, you know, and I think the more you can redirect them to to begin to conflict manage and yep, to yep. to work it. through these things to build yep. their confidence in this area but man that will really serve them yeah, well yeah i agree i was grateful i uh, when my daughter was on uh staff for seven years at the church early on in her youth ministry years i would say get to volunteers as you know there's yeah. a lot of roles you can play on a team but right. as soon as you can get the volunteer role get it because you're you're going to just become so valuable. You're going to learn so much. Yep. You're going to be able to, um, you know, see yourself reproduced in the life of others. You mm-hmm. get to train people who are. I mean, to me, they're just the heartbeat. It is. It's it's the role. And if you can work with volunteers, and and that's why I say to church, you know, this is where I think churches are crazy when they call and say, "Hey, we need somebody young and cheap." I go, okay, great. <laughs> Pull you out know, your hair, and 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 you'll need somebody young and cheap in another year as well. And why would you not? try to hire a 45 year old or 55 year old or some who who can work with volunteers that are those volunteers are going to be there long after that person is gone so i think this is a a, you know to learn the skill of leading other people is a is a big big deal so and we gave a lot of good good ideas with this i hope so So, hey if you have questions send your questions to podcast at downloadyouthministry.com podcast at downloadyouthministry.com if you have questions about katie's personal life yes and her marriage <laughs> yep. um which is wonderful yeah <laughs> if you want to ask anything about that send those too because yeah, those it. would be fun to read ron totally. is a total stud I, we should do a show just the ron show he's got a lot to say he's yeah. a stud i love he's your husband yeah. and if you uh if you want to find out if josh really is a genius you can send that to I, I think they know the answer to that Where, what camera am i looking at luke hey. which one <laughs> i think you already know you guys uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your camera for a second. Yeah, Hi. not a surprise. <laughs> All right. You're all wonderful. Oh, the greatest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun show. We'll see you later. Okay. Peace out.